Welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge. Welcome on to this edition of the Kona Edge. My name is Brad Brown, and uh, it's good to have you with us. We're going to chat some swimming today, and it's a big day today as we record and release this podcast uh, here in South Africa. It was, uh, for interest's sake, back on this day, back in 1994, that we had our very first democratic elections, uh, free and fair democratic elections here in South Africa. Uh, And that was uh, the day that uh, Nelson Mandela was elected as our first democratically elected president, which is uh, huge in the history of not just Africa, but I think in in the history of the world. So uh, especially with everything that's going on uh, around the planet at the moment, I think it's uh, always good to to remember big milestones like that in in history. Today on the podcast, we're going to be chatting to Jen Kester. uh, And as I said, we'll be chatting a little bit about her swim today as well. Lots of support uh, through our Patreon page as well. If you haven't yet become a patron of the, the Kona Edge, we've got some cool giveaways coming up. I'll probably make the first of those announcements i'm um, thinking probably next week sometime uh here on the podcast to let you know what we're going to be giving away at the end of may i mentioned yesterday that we're chatting to a few brands it could be a wetsuit it could be a helmet it could be bicycle it could be something else i mean long term i'd love to give away an entry into an iron man every single month as well so uh, that would be pretty cool but uh, obviously i need everyone's buy-in so if you wouldn't mind supporting the coned send uh, a few cents our way if you love the podcast want to buy me a coffee once a month that's pretty much what it's going to cost you so uh, i know you love coffee i love coffee so yeah please help us out it would be much appreciated if you'd like to the website to get to is theconaedge.com forward slash support This is the Coach's Corner, and it's time to chat some coaching. If you need some help uh, to get faster or if you want to get stronger, we've got access to a network of triathlon coaches around the globe that are more than willing to help you out. All you have to do is head over to theconaedge.com forward slash coaching. If you own a coaching business or if you're a coach yourself and you'd like to get uh, a bit of uh, airtime here on the podcast, all you have to do is head over to that same URL, scroll down to the bottom, all the details are there. It's theconaedge.com forward slash coaching. We head back to California and uh, it's a great pleasure to welcome Jen Kester onto the podcast. Jen, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. Jen, I'm I'm interested to chat about your swim because uh, you've told me your swim is rubbish. Uh, you're obviously working very hard at it. Uh, out of the three disciplines, uh, I'm guessing it is your worst, but uh, one that you do feel that you can get some big gains on. Yeah, definitely. I think with swimming again, like I was saying earlier, it's just, it's such a mental thing. And I think a lack of experience, and I think I can have a huge improvement on that. And I think also the other thing to improve on big time too is the run because I feel great in it. And right now I think it's my strength. But when I compare myself to the field in the run, like, oh man, I've got light years to go in order to keep up. As far as the swim goes, what are what are some of the things that you've done in your career? I mean, it's not, you don't have the longest of careers, but you've done some things to to improve your swim. What's, uh, what are some of those? I think one of the main things that I've been working on is just patience, just long, steady workouts, clear the mind and just get used to a long swim with no breaks, just feel the pain, feel the burn and just put the head down and keep going. And I think that's going to be the huge difference maker is also, you know, with the patience comes perspective of, okay, you know, the swims aren't, you know, a mile long anymore. We're going three to four mile long swims. So that that 
on race day seems like a breeze. Mm. So it's just a lot of patience and with patience comes a change in perspective. In our first chat, you also mentioned you use a lot of your swims as active recovery. Tell me, tell me the thinking around that. So the thinking around that is that I really, I mean, if you look at the race and you break it down, you have the most time on the bike and the run. And with my kind of like how I race just naturally is I start the worst on the swim. I move up a couple spots on the bike and then I move up a couple more on the run in order to hit the podium. So obviously you can't just let the swim go to shit and not swim at all and just focus on the bike and the run. So what we kind of are doing right now is I focus mainly on the run and the bike as the main workouts. And then the swim is just active recovery. So if I come off of, let's say, you know, for example, Saturday and Sundays, it's the weekend. I've got no work. I can get all the volume in I want on the run and the bike. So usually on a Saturday, I'll do a long bike or a long run. And then in the afternoon, I'll follow that up with a long steady state, easy swim. So it gets in, you know, it's weightless, so you're not having any impact on the knees or the hips, which are usually my problem areas. But you're still getting a workout in, and you're still getting, you know, focusing a lot on technique, okay, of like, you know, do small little kicks rather than the big messy kicks I always do. You know, rotate the body with the arms, keep the head looking down. And so it's just constant reminders of those things, but using it as recovery rather than completely focusing on it. And every now and then, you know, there will be a day where it's just a swim and it's a speed work because, again, you can't just expect to do long swims and then have the swim of your life in your race. But definitely using it a little more as recovery. And then that way when I get to a race, I look at it as a little more of like, okay, I'm going to use the swim to warm up. And it doesn't matter where I come out, what place I'm at on the swim because I'm using it to get ready for the bike. So using it more as like a tool rather than a final answer. What sort of stuff do you love doing in the in the water workout wise? Oh man, honestly, and this is just like going to sound so boring, but I really like just a long 5K swim on a nice day, no one in my lane, because it just, it forces you to think and feel more. Because with the drills, I'm always like, okay, I just want to get it done. You know, I've got four sets of four by four hundreds and I'm tired and I'm, I just want to be done with it. But with the long swims, it's just, it forces you to think like, okay, you know, I'm not, I'm not really following through on the back end of my stroke. I can feel it. So maybe for the next thousand yards, I'm going to follow through, look at the watch, see if it makes a difference. Okay. It did keep doing that. So it forces, I think more so than the drills, the long steady state swim forces me to think more about technique, which is, is nice. And it gives you the time to really make the change. Do you get to do much open water in in training or is it uh, mostly pool stuff? It's mostly in the pool. Uh, I have done open water a few times. We have a little area near here, near home, maybe just about a 10-minute car ride. And it's actually by the Stanford rowing course. So still a little bit of that rowing connection, (laughs) but it's nice. There's jellyfish. So I always come out with like stings all over my face (laughs) and my arms and my feet. But... um, And every now and then too, because I just, I hate the wetsuit with a passion. Sometimes, you know, if it's a night swim and the pool is going to be a little cooler, I'll put on that wetsuit just to kind of get used to that feeling of, oh my God, I'm going to die this up. Like I'm going to suffocate to death in this wetsuit. But mostly pool swims, not as much open water swims for sure. Right. Fantastic. Well, Jed, thanks for your time on this edition of the Cone Edge. Look forward to to getting on to talk about your bike next time. Thanks. Can't wait. (laughs) 
And that's it for another edition of the Cone Edge. Keep those reviews coming in. Uh, another one uh, from the United States today from A Triathlete. Uh, it was a five-star saying, awesome podcast. And it says, this is a really good podcast for triathletes interested in listening to inspiring and interesting stories, motivational, informative, and entertaining. Uh, there's uh, nice episode lengths as well as uh, some shorter and longer episodes. Brad, keep up the great work. I really enjoy listening to this and look forward to each new episode. Uh, a triathlete, thank you for your kind words. Uh, informative, in, uh, entertaining, I'm not so sure. Uh, I hope I'm entertaining. Uh, I entertain myself if that counts for anything. So uh, keep those iTunes reviews coming in. All you have to do is head over to theconeedge.com forward slash win if you'd like to leave us a review and win yourself uh, an entry into an Ironman. All the details are there. I'll be back again tomorrow where we're going to be chatting some biking. Uh, it's a Friday, a long weekend here in South Africa. If you're listening to this in South Africa, enjoy the rest of your Freedom Day. Uh, if not around the world, enjoy your Friday Eve, I think we'll call it. Uh, yeah, until tomorrow. Cheers. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Don't forget to connect with us on social media. Simply search for the Kona Edge.